0: Colossians chapter 4, where we are at tonight. Colossians chapter 4, and I'll read the verses that we'll be uh, going through for the next several weeks. Um, Colossians chapter 4 and verse 7 All my state shall Tychicus declare unto you, who is a beloved brother and a faithful minister, and fellow servant in the Lord, whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose. That he might know your estate and comfort uh, your hearts with Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother who is one of you. Uh, they shall make known unto you all things which are done here. Uh, Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, saluteth you, and Marcus, sister's son to Barnabas, touching whom ye receive, uh, received commandments, if he come unto you, receive him. And Jesus, which is called justice, who are of the circumcision, these only are my fellow workers unto the kingdom of God, which have been a comfort uh, unto me. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluteth you, always laboring for you in prayers, that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. For I bear him record that he hath a great zeal for you and them that are in Laodicea and them in Hierapolis. Luke, the beloved physician and Demas greet you. Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea and Nymphis and the church which is in his house. And when this epistle is read among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and that you likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. And say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. The salutation by the hand of me, Paul. Remember my bonds. Grace be with you all. Uh, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word tonight, and uh, we thank you for uh, such a, a glorious uh, record of of all that you've done, and this preservation of your word for us to learn and to live by today, and to read about so many who've given their lives for you, and how you have guided them all the way, and they've trusted your word as we sang, and and you've been there for them, Father. We we read. Uh, the, of the power of your hand, and so, Father, I, I ask you tonight to fill me with your Spirit and help me ministering the Word to your people tonight. i pray for my dear wife, teaching the deaf ladies class even now, fill her with your Spirit as she uh, ministers to them uh, online. And we're thankful for those who are here with us online as well. And uh, and Father, just uh, by your Spirit uh, once again, just speak to our hearts and. Help us to grow in the likeness of Christ. I pray for those in the nursery and uh, fill with thy spirit, dear God, and bless ministering there. Uh, I thank you for this church. I thank you for your people. I thank you for our Savior, uh, your blessed Son, and God for your spirit who indwells us, never leaves us. How how thankful that we can be and that we truly can uh, rejoice always uh, in you. And I pray that you would help us by your grace to do that. And uh, Father, uh, bless our meeting tonight. Might we be edified? Might you be glorified? And Father, we pray and ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. All right. There are some outlines in the back there. If you want to avail yourself of those, you're. Certainly welcome um, to use those. <coughs> so we're moving on to the last lesson in this series in Colossians uh, and uh, we uh, have been through these uh, twelve here. Uh, the last uh, d- uh, do your part to win uh, the lost. And so tonight we begin lesson uh, thirteen. If I hit the right button here. and uh, what? what friends are for what friends are for so the apostle paul certainly had a lot of friends and we'll talk about that some more here um, we think about a friend what uh... what kind of things would a friend uh, stand for um, uh... There's a, if we had an acrostics there uh... true friend uh... what are some words that might uh... come to pass as, uh, of a true friend, and i 'm going to uh, uh, put beside it here uh, just kind of some things that the that the lesson book put down, and uh, I kind of left some letters out, so as soon as you read what 's beside it, if you get what it is, the first one will go down through the the true friend as soon as you get get it, just just go ahead and holler it out uh, some things that ought to be true uh, of a of a true friend uh, and uh, the first one, they ought to be what? What is it? Truthful, Truthful right. The second one? Respectful. respectful. The third one? Understanding. Excellent listener. Excellent listener. What's, what's that one? What's F? Faithful, Faithful yes. <laughs> Did somebody say something else? Faithful. Uh, all right. Next one? Responsible. Uh, that one's actually responsive. Responsive, yeah. Uh, The next one, interested. Yes. Uh, Next one, eager to help. help, Okay. Uh, The next one, get what that one is. Uh, What is that one? Uh, Okay. Anybody get it? Non-controlling. There you go. Non-controlling. All right, and the last one, yeah, devoted. devoted. Yes, devoted. So uh, certainly, all of these things would be good uh, in uh, in friends, and and good to uh, have friends like that. Good to be a friend like that, and uh, and so uh, we'll we'll be encouraged in that. So tonight we're going to look at Titus, and he is. Uh, uh, we see that friends depend on one another. Friends depend on uh, one another. Interesting name. I've seen it uh, pronounced several ways. Uh, Tychicus. Uh, the Greek looks like tuka- looks like uh, uh, tuki- Tukikos, and just uh, different uh, uh, pronunciations. Uh, but uh, Tychicus, and his name comes from a derivative of uh, Tukano, which means to hit the mark. Uh, to hit the mark and uh, as uh, we read about what the apostle Paul writes about him uh, perhaps that was a pretty fitting for him we know that a lot of times biblical names have meanings but 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 it might be hit hit or miss on how it how it applies to their life obviously because they're named when they're they're named when they're young so they may may or may not live up to that thing okay and uh, I always wondered what I—I—I have I, I, never started out what what whatever happened whatever happened to Ichabod when uh, when Eli died and, uh, and and the Ark was taken away and his mom named him Ichabod the glory has departed from Israel and I don't remember the Bible saying much about Ichabod after that I have to look into that but uh, but uh, uh, you know some may live up to the names that they're given and some some may not. Uh, but uh, it's interesting just to just to look into that. But friends depend upon uh, one another, so we learn that Tychicus was a native of the Roman province of Asia, and he may have been converted uh, during the three-year ministry in which Paul ministered uh, in Ephesus uh, on on his uh, uh, missionary journey there. Uh, Tychicus was with Paul as he completed his third missionary journey. Uh, And then he traveled with Paul uh, to Jerusalem uh, where Paul was arrested. He may have traveled with Paul to Caesarea and then Rome uh, since we find him with Paul uh, uh, during Paul's house arrest um, in Rome. Uh, Later when Paul was released from his house arrest in Rome, uh, Paul may have sent, uh, sent him to Crete. Uh, the book says that he sent, the teacher's book says that he sent him to Crete. Uh, but sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, some people like to claim a little bit more, and we all do at times, a little bit more, a little bit more than what the Bible actually says. So we can, you know, we have this knowledge. Here's some extra knowledge for you. Tychicus was also sent to Crete. Well, what, what does the scripture actually say in Second Timothy 4.12? Uh, he says, he uh, says, let me get there. He says uh, Paul is uh, released from his uh, house imprisonment. He write, he's writing to Titus in Titus 3.12. He says, When I shall send Artemis unto thee, or Tychicus. So we don't know which one he sent. When I shall send Artemis unto thee, or Tychicus. be diligent to come unto me to Nicopolis, for I have determined there to win her. So one or the other, it seems, he sent. Uh, we don't sure, we're not sure which one could have been. Uh, could have been uh, uh, Tychicus uh, uh, he was with uh, Tychicus was with Paul during his his second imprisonment in Rome. We uh, understand and and believe that uh, after Paul was released, he was eventually uh, captured again and brought you know, back into prison under Nero and such and and, uh, and from that imprisonment, Paul was not released, and Paul uh, knew that he was going to be martyred during that time. We learned that uh, by reading uh, his letter to Second to Timothy. And, uh, and when he was in, 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 that, uh, in, in prison that second time, in Second Timothy 4.12, he writes to Timothy, And Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus. So uh Paul sent him uh sent him to Ephesus Tychicus, not obviously not obviously not being imprisoned with him uh but in communications with him and Paul being able to uh, send him uh to uh Ephesus. So uh of course Paul wrote to Ephesians Philippians Colossians and Philemon during that during that uh imprisonment when he was under house arrest. And he's sending these servants with the letters uh, here and there to deliver them to the churches. So he also mentions Tychicus in his letter to the Ephesians. Uh, He's finishing up a letter uh, uh, to Ephesians in Ephesians chapter 6. He says, "...but that ye also may know my affairs and how I do, Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things." So he pretty much gives him the same commendation as here in Colossians. He says a faithful minister. He says a beloved brother there in verse 7 of our text. And he says a beloved brother and faithful minister. Same thing in Ephesians 6, 21 in that letter. So that's pretty good commendations from the Apostle Paul. Uh, One who is obviously, probably, uh, no doubt, one of the best Christians I would imagine that ever lived as far as serving the Lord and and being being yielded to him. Uh, uh, Certainly uh, worthy of uh, uh, following uh, for sure. Uh, So question three asks, uh, what do you learn about Tychicus from the description that Paul used of him? Anybody want to share anything you have for that? Question three, if you have a book. <sighs> and we learn simply that he's what? He's a beloved brother, a faithful... Good brother Charlie. Yeah, I was going to say, with beloved brother, I yeah. in, uh, yeah. by all his faithful servants. Yeah. Loved by all, faithful servant, uh, uh, faithful minister, fellow servant. Amen. All right, we're going to look at some of these terms and uh, learn some things from... Uh, uh, about Tychicus, he was a beloved brother. Uh, and that that word um, uh, is agapetos, agapetos, beloved. Yeah, he's a beloved brother, meaning agapetos, meaning beloved, dearly beloved, well-beloved, dear. Uh, beloved, esteemed, dear, favorite, worthy of love. Uh, that's a good, uh, a good adjective <laughs> uh, to have uh, put before you. And, uh, and, and uh, uh, that certainly would be worthy of following. He is a brother. Uh, he is uh, born again. He is a Christian. Uh, we understand that not all people are children of God. How do you become a child of God? Galatians teaches us what? We are all children of God. Through faith in Christ Jesus. Got that? So we don't become a child of God until we put our faith in Christ Jesus for the forgiveness of our sins. We trust Him only. We believe He's the Son of God. He died for us. He rose again. We believe He paid in full for our sins. And we trust Him and only Him. We come to Him, sorry for our sins. uh, In our hearts, turning from our sin to Him. We trust Him. And then the Bible says we're born again. That's how you become a child of God. You are not a child of God until that happens. Jesus said to the Pharisees, what? Ye are of your father who? The devil and the lusts of your father ye will do. So uh, uh, before uh, we trust Christ as our Savior, we are still children of the devil. Uh, Paul wrote to, to the Ephesians, he says, before you were saved, ye were what? Uh, we, we, were, we were in darkness and uh, we walked in that darkness. And uh, and so uh, uh, we need to be born again. We need to trust Christ as our Savior. By the way, that's why we that's why we spread the gospel. Amen. Because that's the power of God and the salvation to all to all what that believe to all who will who will believe. What must you to be saved? You must believe the gospel. Trust Jesus Christ. Then you'll be born again and and be saved. Uh, And uh, a beloved brother, a beloved brother. uh, He was saved. As Christians, we ought to befriend and be friends to lost people. Uh, lost people need Christian friends. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we ought to uh, endeavor to have uh, some, lost fr- uh, some people that are lost as friends. However, our best friends ought to be fellow believers. Our best friends ought to be fellow believers. See, as I mentioned before, uh, and we said before in here, as a believer, you have more in common with another believer whom you have never met than you do with your closest unsaved relative. As a believer, you have more in common with another believer whom you've never met than you do with your closest unsaved relative. And uh, that's, just the, that's just the plain truth. You see, as believers, we have the same Savior. We have the same Spirit. We have the same mind, the mind of Christ. We have the same faith that we believe this blessed book. We have the same purpose to glorify God, to walk in the light of the word of God. We have the same spiritual resources, the Holy Spirit, uh, the word of God, prayer. We have the same hope, uh, the blessed appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have the same inheritance. Every believer is is going to be in heaven one day. That you share with every single believer in the whole world world whether you know them or not and by the way you don't share any of these things with an, with an unsaved person whether they're relatives or not they don't have that inheritance if they're not saved yet they don't have Christ as their savior they don't have the mind of Christ they don't share the same faith they don't have the same purpose to glorify uh, God given them uh, they don't have the same hope you share none, we share none of that with a, with a lost person even if they're family you see but once you're saved, what? Your family in Christ. Uh, uh, you're, you're a brother and sister in Christ. Once you've trusted Christ to be to be your to be your Savior, and then we have much, much in common. You know they say the saying is blood is thicker than water. Well, uh, you know that in other words, you know if your family you're going to be closer. Well, it sure is. But I tell you, the blood of Christ is is <laughs> it, 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 there's nothing more powerful than that. Amen. We are family in Christ. We're kept forever. I'm so glad that salvation is a a saving, keeping love. Amen. We sing that song, saving, keeping love it was that found me. When God saves me, he keeps me. He didn't say me and said. Now do your best and hang on. Someone likened that. i heard there a preacher likened that. That's like that's like God building, You know, having Noah build the ark, and then He says, "Now, when you build Noah, I want you to put some pegs on the outside, and, and put enough for all your for, for for your sons and their and their wives, and and uh, and uh, when that flood comes, I want you to grab a hold of those pegs and just hang on the best you can. You know, if you hang on to the end, well, you'll 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 make it through, and you'll be saved from the judgment. That's the way some people preach about salvation. You know, God starts it out for you, you know, uh, but you better hang on. You better do the rest. That's that's not what a Savior does. Uh, A Savior saves you. Uh, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, our part, God's part, three words, shall be saved. And God never lies. God does the saving. And uh, I'm thankful uh, for, for for brethren in Christ, uh, for all the joys that we have uh, in Christ Jesus. No doubt, Tychicus was so loved because he loved the brethren. He he loved others. Uh, the first uh, fruit we find listed in the fruit of the Spirit is is love, and uh, and is primary. Jesus said in John thirteen thirty five, By this shall all men know that you are my, my disciples, what? If ye have love one to another. If we have love one to another. That love of Christ. Uh, in First John 5, 1, uh, the apostle John writes, Whoso believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begat, loveth him also that is begotten of him. So if you love Christ, he does the begetting, uh, then you love those who are begotten of him. I, I am begotten of him. See, I, I, when I trusted Christ as my Savior, I was born again. And when you did that, if, if you've done that already, you were born again. You were begotten of him. You, you, were, you were born again. And when we get saved, God puts a love in our hearts not only uh, for Christ, but for the brethren, but for those also that, that, that are born again. Why? Why? Well, partly because we learn we have so much in common. And there's, there's, that, there's that immediate tie when you learn the scriptures of all that God has done for you through faith in Jesus Christ. And for anyone who will just put their faith in Jesus Christ, He will give them uh, uh, all the inheritance uh, you know, that is in Christ. And, uh, and uh, what, a, what a wonderful thing. Peter uh, writes in 1 Peter 1.22, he says, Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth... Through the Spirit, unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart, fervently, unfeigned. You see, as believers, we don't have to fake love of the brethren. You know why? Because God put it in our hearts. It's there by the Holy Spirit. He puts that love in our hearts uh, for the brethren. Excuse me, and uh, and thank God for that. Uh, that we. Uh, now we, now we love lost people too Jesus did didn't he uh, Jesus came to seek and save that which is lost we love the world uh, we want them to be saved we're we'll talking about the people of the world we want their souls to be saved uh, we want them to be in the family of God and that's why we share the gospel with them as, as, as we give oppor- get opportunity and encourage them to place their faith and trust in Jesus Christ uh, and, and so, uh, so they can have the same inheritance that we have uh, you know, in the same power to live uh, for uh, for Jesus Christ. Uh, so Tychicus wasn't just a brother; he was a dear brother. Uh, sometimes, if we let our flesh get the best of us, we can become a burden. Uh, we can become a burden maker instead of a burden taker. Amen. And uh, Tychicus, Tychicus lifted burdens. Uh, he didn't. He didn't create them. And uh, and, uh, and and God uh, help us to follow in that path for sure. What else do we learn about Tychicus? Paul wrote, he was a faithful minister. It's another term that he used there, faithful minister. Uh, so uh, uh, he, uh, he, 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 Paul notes as a faithful minister. Uh, he says it again in verse 9 there. He says he's going to send him out with Onesimus, a faithful brother, who is one of you. They, Onesimus and Tychicus, shall make known unto you all things which are done here. So he's sending them out to to what? To send a message about how it's going with the apostle Paul. He's, in, he's under a house arrest here, and and uh, and uh, just just what the news is. He's going to send uh, Tychicus out with this with these let, with these with these this message to the church. Even the very letters you know that we're that we're reading uh, here here tonight. Uh, now we think about this. He's a faithful minister. Of course, minister has the idea of serving. Uh, Uh, If you love the brethren, what's going to happen? The fruit of brotherly love is manifested in selfless service toward the brethren. Uh, Love needs an outlet. Uh, Love needs to be expressed. And the fruit of brotherly love is manifested in selfless service uh, toward the brethren. And uh, we'll 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 want to uh, help our brethren. We'll want to be a blessing to our brethren uh, once we've been we, if we've been born again. And uh, in Galatians five thirteen, we read, "For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. God has freed us. Uh, we're free from condemnation." Uh, John 5 uh, 24 verily verily I say unto you he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation but is passed from death unto life moment you got saved condemnation was taken out of your out, out of the, out, out of the picture for you for all eternity you have been freed you say well, what if i mess up our brother Chris was teaching about that the other night even Christians who mess up still go back, uh, still go to heaven with Jesus, amen, if he comes back uh, even the wayward Christians are going to go if they they die they're going to be raised out of their grave and go back uh, because God didn't didn't save you in accordance to any amount of good works you ever did, will do or or, are doing now or ever will do he saved you because you trusted in Jesus Christ, he saved you on the basis of your faith in the good works and perfection and blood of Jesus Christ which he shed and did for you and for the whole world when you put your faith and trust there and not in yourself that's when you got saved forever just like that and uh, that's how God saves and uh, uh, and that fruit uh, we we have liberty we're free well I just go live the way I want that no God says don't do that by love, only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh. Well, since I'm saved forever, I'll go just do, do what I want. God says, don't do that. Don't do that. But what? But by love, serve one another. By love, serve one another. Uh, you won't go to hell if you don't live for God like you should. But I'll tell you what, uh, God will chasten you. Uh, God will go after you. We're seeing him do that with Jonah on Sunday nights. Uh, Jonah decided, I'll, "I'm going. You told me to go this way. I'm going the other way." God, what God say? I'm coming after you. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to tell you that was that was that we're learning that's been an unpleasant trip for Jonah. Okay, uh, uh, perhaps the only perhaps the only. Uh, uh, we think about how miserable lost people can be sometimes in their sin. Perhaps the only more miserable sight is a believer trying to run from God. Uh, they can be pretty, pretty miserable because God loves them and he convicts and he draws and he wants them to walk, uh, walk with him. Uh, and so uh, serving is that outlet for that brotherly love. Uh, our Lord, by the way, became a servant for us, didn't he? In, uh, in Luke 22, 7, Jesus says, For whether is greater, which is greater, whether is greater he that sitteth at meat or he that serveth. Is not he that sitteth at meat, but I am among you as he that serveth. Yeah, you know, the guy that owns the, the ranch and the farm and all that and and, and owns all and has the servants working for them, working for him. He, he's sitting down to meet what? And the servants serve him because he's, he's the greater. He owns the he hired them, he owns the, the farm. But Jesus, what? He owns the world, he made it. Colossians chapter 1 tells us that. It was Jesus who created the world. He owns it all. But what did he do? Uh, he came and he, he gave himself for us. He became a servant uh, 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 to serve us. That's why uh, uh, he, he, gave, he, he gave that example to us. Uh, who would have thought that the greatest work which our great omnipotent Creator would do for us would be accomplished through his own voluntary humbling of himself? The greatest work accomplished uh, was what? God became a man. And he went through all that suffering and rose again. Why? To prove his love to us. Uh, to, to satisfy his holy nature. Uh, to deal righteously uh, with sin. At the same time, mercifully uh, with sin. Because he punished Christ in our place. We don't have to be punished. And, uh, and, and, and thank God for that. Uh, we, we trust in him. Uh, jesus said in matthew 23 11, but he that is greatest among you shall be your servant he that's greatest among you shall be your servant see in the world greatness is one of the general ways greatness is established by what how many people you get to serve you you start out in the company you're on the bottom you're on the bottom wrong you know everybody's above you everybody's your boss and the longer you're with the company what you work your way up and now you've got people under you that you're telling what to do and pretty soon you you might become the ceo you're the boss everybody's your servant that's the way the world looks at it by the way jesus told even people that were ceos if you're a christian you need to have the heart of a servant you need to really remember you're serving those people but why because greatness is really becoming a servant it's being, wanting to serve others in, 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 in the Christian life. That's what our Lord did. And what? It's enough for the servant if it be what? As his Lord. If our Lord made himself a servant, I think we ought to make ourselves servants uh, uh, to one another. And by the way, why did he do that? Because he loves us. And by the way, why should we do it? Because we love him. And because we love the brethren. That's why we ought to do it. Paul trusted that Tychicus would be used of the Spirit to comfort the brethren at Colossae. Uh, Jesus uh, refers to the Holy Spirit as the Comforter, so Spirit-filled Christians certainly ought to be able to comfort uh, one another. So Tychicus uh, was a Spirit builder, uh, and he was he was dependable. Uh, Paul uh, could trust him. He was he was a faithful a faithful servant. He was a beloved brother. What a good friend and i'll tell you i'm thankful for the faithful servants and for the for the good friends in this church and for the years of ministering together, I, I, words can't explain uh, the faithfulness of the people of this church and, and the goodness in serving. And I'm just going to uh, go kind of machine gun fire down through this list. Uh, there's so many things that are done here in this church by God's people. Uh, the church cleaning, uh, the nursery working and scheduling, uh, the sending out of cards to members, a ladies prayer meeting, um, uh, the, uh, the 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 preparing for potlucks and events, uh, the preparing of the prayer sheet and, and the making that up, the teaching Sunday school, the children, the adult Sunday school teaching that class, the deaf ladies class teaching that, interpreting the services, filming the interpreting, playing the piano putting together the song lists and service schedules, organizing specials, leading the singing, decorating the church, bulletin boards, making and keeping up the web page, doing the live streaming, recording and archiving the services, uh, giving people rides to church, doing the books, the sounds, the bulletins, giving the missions, uh, supporting the church with the tithe, praying for the services, ministering the needs of one another, witnessing the co-workers, family, friends, and others in the community through personal contact and charitable outreach endeavors at all describes the work being done by the, by the people of this church. And by the way, as I was praying about that and contemplating that today, the names and the faces are there with, are there with me as I pray on every one, every one of those endeavors. I know who's doing them. and, and by the way, there's a, there's a whole lot out going on outside this church I don't know about uh, that is good and, and that are ministering to others, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for good friends, and, uh, and and godly people. Paul could depend on Tychicus; he could trust him to give a reliable and edifying report to the church. And uh, uh, the, being able to trust a faithful messenger, Proverbs has a few things to say about that. Proverbs 25:19. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint <laughs> you ever have a broken tooth I mean that, that, what what a what a pain literally <laughs> and uh, what a pain annoyingly and there it is the tooth is broke it hurts, it hurts itself and now it's cutting your gum and everything and you're rubbing your tongue on it and by the way all that swells up so you, so the more, you, the more you, you do that then you end up biting your tongue and biting your cheek and all that and it's just a, an annoying thing and it just, it just seems to have no end you know uh to a, a broken that's how an unfaithful servant is an unfaithful messenger uh proverbs 26 uh, most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness but a faithful man who can find uh uh you know people will a lot of times during during uh for interviews and for filling out um, uh, paperwork to get a job and such you know uh uh the world would have us have us put ourselves as the greatest person that ever would ever would be able to do that job you're applying for, you know? And you ought to put down your 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 abilities and all those things, but but uh but listen, uh we need to be doers of it. Amen. Uh kind of like being doers of the word, not hearers only. Uh uh if if we're faithful, people are gonna know it. And uh and uh uh and and thank God for that. A good note from Proverbs twenty five thirteen As the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that send him. For he refreshes the soul of his masters. And you know, when you and I are faithful, we refresh the soul of our master. Our master is Jesus Christ, and we are fellow servants. And when we are faithful to him, faithful to one another, we refresh the soul of our Lord. And indeed, that is a blessing to contemplate. And then Paul says Tychicus was was a fellow servant, and a fellow servant in the Lord. And that has the idea that Paul saw Tychicus as an equal with himself. He was a fellow servant. He saw him as an equal with himself. They were friends serving the Lord, each one doing whatever the Lord called them to do. And uh, that's a a wonderful thought. Spirit-filled believers will share this view in ministry. Uh, We labor together for the glory of God with the varying gifts and callings the Lord has given them. And uh, none is more important than the other. Uh, uh, God has something. What God has uh, uh, for you is, is just as important as what God has for me. And for you to do faithfully what God has for you to do is just as important as for me to do faithfully what God has me to do. Uh, God gives us different gifts. God gives us different opportunities. God has some different callings for us perhaps in life. He's got some callings that are for all his children, but he has some different specific callings for specific lives. And we're faithful in those things, you know, we're going to be rewarded uh, uh, by the Lord uh, for those things according to our faithfulness to him. And thank God uh, for that spirit-filled believers will share this view as they minister together for the glory of christ with the varying gifts and callings of the lord has given them uh, when paul wrote to, to the church at corinth some of them were exalting some of the teachers and laborers over others I like Apollos, you know. He's he's so eloquent, you know. I like uh, I like Paul, you know. He's he's the one that started the churches, you know. I like Peter, you know. Jesus picked him out to lead, you know, to 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 lead the, you know the, among the disciples and such. And they were picking their uh, uh, favorite teachers and such. Paul rebuked them for that in his letter to them, and he said he uh, he he said this uh, about him and Apollos. Uh, uh, in, in 1 Corinthians three seven, he was writing about his ministry to the Corinthians and Apollos' ministry to the, to the Corinthians he said so then neither is he that planteth anything neither he that watereth but God that giveth the increase we all do our part if there's any, if there's any spiritual thing that happens it's God that does it if someone gets saved it's God that does that uh, if a Christian grows in the Lord it's God's power that does that Yes, he uses us as, as his channels, but it's God doing it through us, and uh, that's what Paul was saying. That God gives the increase. Paul uh, continues to write. Now, he that planteth and he that watereth are one. What we're one and the same. I'm doing what you, God's called me to do, and you're doing what God's called you to do. We're one and the same, and we we are. We are Corinthians says we are laborers together with the Lord. Amen. Uh he that planteth, he that watereth are one, every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. I believe if you uh, you do your labor faithfully, you'll receive a full reward from the Lord. If I do my labor faithfully, I'll receive a full reward from the Lord. And uh and uh and thank thank God for that. Paul went on to say, uh uh for we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbands, or you're God's building. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 4 7, he says, For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hadst not received it? Anything good you have, where did you get it from? God then what are you boasting about? Or what would I have to boast about? You know, if we have some talent or ability, maybe maybe it might even be talents or abilities that we had before we were saved. Some people have different talents in those areas. You still got them from God, (laughs) your abilities. And then after you're saved, God gives every believer what? Spiritual gifts. You don't have those before you're saved. God gives every believer spiritual gifts and you just use them for God's glory. If you have different gifts, who gave them to you? god who's doing it through you god and uh so god says so what sort of boast about there's nothing to boast about all glory be to god amen and uh we worship the son and uh, uh thank god thank god for that i'd go a step further in describing the mindset of mature christians not only do they not look down on other christians realizing that we all serve god together but they also see their own selves as servants to other Christians. They also see their own selves, mature Christians, see their own selves actually as servants to other Christians. And uh, uh, when, when the apostle Paul wrote in Second Corinthians 4, 5, we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. You see, they were serving Jesus, that's who their master is, but he was wanting, Jesus was wanting them to serve the church. And so that's what they did. They made themselves servants to the church. So mature Christians actually view themselves as servants. And, and, and the Bible goes, goes as far as, as saying in Philippians 2, 3, "...let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves." That's a thought to think about, isn't it? Uh, look at other Christians as better than you, I think God kind of put that in there. Uh, this is my opinion. Uh, that just to kind of counteract our human nature. Uh, you know, if, if we'll concentrate on thinking uh, on thinking that other people are better than us, maybe we'll get, get to the place where at least we're equal. Okay, because because you know of, of our uh, of our ego and uh maybe we'll be closer to realizing that you know we are equal uh in the lord uh but we definitely want to be serving others and realize that god calls us uh, to serve they ask you a few questions which i uh, won't call for answers which of your friends could you describe as a beloved brother faithful minister or fellow servant i have multiple friends i could describe as that and i'm sure you do too uh, it says how valuable are your friends to you and and uh, hopefully uh, they are very valuable and, uh, and 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 just as importantly we ought to be we ought to ask ourselves could my friends call me a beloved brother or a beloved sister a faithful minister a fellow servant whatever the case might be could my friends call me that uh, that would be the thing that we, we would want to be focusing on uh, could uh, do, could do, do, do people value me? am I be becoming as we saw in the message last week prominent in somebody else's life by following examples like the apostle Paul and yielding to him uh, to where we're making a difference in other people's lives uh, Jesus said in john fifteen fifteen Uh, henceforth I call you not servants for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth but I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my father I have made known unto you Uh, Jesus didn't have any secrets Uh, he preached uh, openly remember when they asked him you know, he says why are you asking me of my doctrine ask those that heard me he said I've done nothing in secret he was preaching in the synagogues he was preaching in the temple he was preaching out in the open you know, he didn't have some of these churches with the, uh, with all with the no windows and everything's all secret and secret meetings. You know, you have to work your way up in the hierarchy. Like I think the Mormon Church has that. You have a hierarchy where, where only certain people in the church can go to that meeting. And uh, Jesus did all things openly, and uh, and taught the truth openly. And uh, and uh, we need to we need. To, by the way, we're the same way here. Amen. Anybody that comes in that door. Uh, we want to love them. We want to minister to them. We want to give them the Word of God, so they can grow, so they can be saved if they're not saved, and so and, and so the being saved, they can grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord and Savior uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, let's pray, Heavenly Father. I thank you uh, for your Word, and I thank you, Lord, for your blessings and goodness to us. And what a uh, what a blessing it is to think of Titus. Helping the Apostle Paul and, and uh, all the friends that were a help to the Apostle Paul—what uh, a blessing it is! I'm thankful for uh, all the friends, and uh, my friends are are, are are primarily in this church, God, and, and they have been a blessing to me in so many ways, uh, sacrificing and helping me with problems and uh, and uh, and just being there for me. I'm I'm, I'm so thankful for that. And, And Father, help us to uh, be friends to others as well and uh, to be the friend that you would have us to be. And Father, we thank you uh, for your blessed Son who makes these contemplations even possible, uh, much less the hope of seeing seeing them to come to fruition. Father, we can be changed. We can be more like Jesus and have more of your love Uh, and your wisdom and your power showing through us God uh, as we reach out uh, to help uh, and get the gospel to the lost and and as best we can to help believers grow in the grace and knowledge of you thank you Lord and and Father we just uh, pray and ask these things in Jesus name amen amen with the